Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight. Tonight we will be joined by Snicks. I like to call her Gangsta Snicks. She's a frequent contributor to the show and also somebody near and dear to my heart, my big brother. He will be joining us as well. This is the finale of Potential versus Performance. You are so welcome to join us. Thank you. Snicks. Hey. What's going on? Nothing much. How are you? Very interesting. Can't wait till Monday of this thing. (laughs) I'm in so much trouble right now. (laughs) You're in trouble with who? Oh, gosh. The, The guys are mad with me. The females are mad with me. Oh. Then you did the right thing, then. That means you. That means you're on the right path. If you oh, got right. both of them mad at you, yeah. like if you only had one side mad at you, you're doing it wrong. If you got both of them mad at you, you're doing the right thing. Trust me. Okay. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get into it. Um, I'm supposed to be joined. We're supposed to be joined by uh somebody who's near and dear to my heart, my big brother. Uh, he's supposed to join me, join us tonight. Okay. But he's he appeared to be kind of late. But let's just get into it. So. This is going to be the finale of the potential versus performance. This is life. Why do some people have so much potential, but they don't seem to perform in life as well as their potential? Like you ever, like, for example, Snicks, you ever been in high school? You been in high school, like they always had, like, most likely to succeed. And, like, they had, like, the Valley Victorian. And then next thing you know, the Valley Victorian, they're not doing as well as everybody oh, projected. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Why do you why do you think that is? I you know what, that's kinda hard for me to uh to answer because I've I've never been in those positions. <laughs> so I'm I think that is a pressure pressure from parents. I want I don't wanna really want to use pressure, but maybe like you know, you have that parent on you all the time and they're, you know, trying to make you succeed in school and giving you all this energy. But once you become older, you go on into your own path, then your path may not be the same path that your parents wanted you to be on. Mm. So you're saying that they, the reason why they don't succeed is because too many expectations of the parents? Yeah, expectations of parents. High, real high expectations of parents. So how do you how do you think that they should curb that though? Like what 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 would be your suggestion to curb that as far as like the expectations of your parents? Because I know sometimes parents could be very overbearing. They could try to put so many their aspirations on you that they fail that. So how do you think they should go about curbing that? Well, I don't have a suggestion on curbing because once you're under your parents' roof, you kinda kinda gotta move the way they want you to move. But um, mm-hmm. it's really hard Unless to you want to be rebellious. Yeah, yeah. You don't be rebellious. You um, and you don't. You really, parents don't, especially when they've grown up the same kind of way. They're really not concerned mm-hmm. about what you want to do in life. They want you to do what mm-hmm. they feel like is right in life. And that's a lot of pressure on anyone. And in in the end, sometimes most of them do comply, but then most of them just. Mm-hmm don't because they're being not rebellious but haven't been able to be 
a child. So they become childish because they never had those options when younger. Hmm. That's true. I mean, a lot of people, you know, I tell, I said, man, I tell this story all the time. I'm like, I graduated high school with like a 1.8, right? Mm-hmm. And, but now I have my master's. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. so I was like, um, the, the, it was no really no difference between me and anybody else. It was just like, I used to, I missed a lot of school because I used to fight a lot and I was suspended. You know, if, if you had to guess where I end up, you'd probably say dead or in jail, right? Right. Because I got a 1.5. I'm a black male, you know. I was at the time I was a stereotypical black male, sagging pants, you know, I can't doing imagine. my own thing. I can't imagine. I know it took a lot to get to this point, Nick. I'm trying to tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> imagine. <laughs> you know, and um, but it took a lot, but it just took a lot of retraining my brain and everything else. But it took a lot of grit just to, you know, come from under that and get my bachelor's, then you know, even want to go back and get my master's. It, just, it was just like a big old fight, and you know, and it came with knowledge itself. And I think a re- one of the reasons why people don't excel as fast as they can or to the higher heights as they can is because they don't really have knowledge itself. Mm. You know, and my personal opinion is self discovery comes through experience and just, you know, even just reading, just uh-huh. reading and learning more. Right. You know, so what, so what do you think about that? I, I totally agree with that. You know, I my mom always wanted me to be a nurse. Like, that's mm-hmm. what she's going to do. I always joke about this at work. Like, I, I did all the nursing classes, and I did all this. And when it was time, it was like, I couldn't do it. My emotions stopped me from being able to handle that kind of stuff. And my, mm-hmm. my mom was like, you're going to be fine, you know, you go through this, and you're going to be okay, but I was like, this, this, this is not for me, and I used to feel like I used to let her down, you know, like, mm-hmm. I should have been a nurse, you know, that was, that was what my mom wanted me to do, but, I mean, now, I'm teaching her things, and she's teaching me things, and she's part of where I am now, you know, so it's just basically, you know, you have to find you, and you have to be comfortable right. with you, but, Sometimes your potential could be withdrawn because of people not believing in you because you're given this manual of life of ways things the way things are supposed to be and the way the these things are supposed to go and when you drift away from that manual, sometimes you just don't have that that backup or that support, and your potential begins to deplete because you just don't mm. want to do it anymore. And you know what? You you just said something very, very interesting. I just and I just it just hit me. You know, every family does have like a little manual or a little script they want you to follow. Mm-hmm. You know that? Oh, like yeah. they want you to they got this whole script like um uh I want you to do this. Um even I I will say this and I wanna get your opinion on this. They even have some family members in people's family that feel like they got a script for you to fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like they like they got a script for you to fail. What do you think about that? Well, 
my I'm not gonna say most of my family, but there's like this this one particular person, and it's just so crazy that you brought this up that every time we get around each other, it's like a bicker. It's because he. My brother just joined us. Oh, go, go. how you doing? Go ahead. He wanted me to be what he wanted me to be. And because I didn't become what he wanted me to be, he basically just said to me, like, y'all not going to ever be anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about recently. I'm talking about, like, 4th of July, high at least. Because I didn't follow his manual or I didn't follow his book and I didn't do it the way that he wanted me to do. He just felt like you failed. With all the good things that I have going on around me that he has no idea about because he never asks about or doesn't even inquire about, he just felt like I'm failing in life because I didn't listen to him. So I do believe that people do put out those type of manuals for you also. So, Big Brother, we just talk about um, how, you know, sometimes in life, some people can excel, some people fail. And Snicks brought up the point about, um, you know, sometimes family members, they have a manual for you to follow. But I also brought up the fact that sometimes fam- family members got a manual or uh, script that they want you to fail, you know, that they don't want you to succeed. How do you feel about that? Big Brother, you with us? No? Okay. Got to keep moving on. <laughs> I thought he was with us. I thought he was too. It seems like he's connected though. Yeah, I thought he was connected. Nope. Okay. So, um, got to keep moving on. So, but yeah, that's, that's very unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Like you want the support of your family and they're not there for you. But that's very crazy. Oh. You know, they always got that, they got that self-fulfilling prophecy and everything else. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That you, know, <laughs> you you got to be very careful with that, mm-hmm. and that comes, and that just comes with like just being a kid. So, if you had to suggest anything for like black families in particular about telling their kids about the you know about certain having a certain script or having a certain manual, what would you suggest about that manual that they should do with that manual? Do you think they should get rid of it? Do you think they should keep it to a certain degree? What would, what do you think would be more helpful? Okay, so in rate speaking of my own children, my own children have their own personalities, right? Right. I do want them to stick to certain parts of the manual, but I do want them to understand the manual can be reorganized, redesigned, and customized to fit their own personalities. I used to have a big thing about my son playing the game all the time. I used to be like, he's going to be antisocial. He's not going to be able to speak to people when he needs to. He's not going to be able to do this. He's not going to be able He's just really, like, into this game. Then I looked at all this research about how games can be depressing and it, it can do this to the child and it can do this to the child. But once I sat down and got to understand why he loved the game so much and all the things that he was able to create using this game, I was well aware of... Mm-hmm him just perfecting his craft you know i i don't right. particularly like the fact that he plays the game all the time it has its pros and cons it keeps him from out of trouble he doesn't come outside and be into any negative yeah. things but it also makes you think sometimes that they just will not be able to be sociable or 
will not be able to understand what's going on in the world. I sat in that room for two hours. I'm wondering why I'm spending all this money on this game. He has two TVs, he has a laptop, and he has a computer. <laughs> Gaming chair, table, and all. Right. My son is literally sitting on right. the game all day, probably making more money than I'm making at work a day. Wow. Yes. From, like doing YouTube. He's editing, playing the gaming. game. He's finally being sponsored by a protein shake uh, company. I mean, you just have to find out what triggers and what makes your children happy. Just because you figure that there should be but, these nurses and doctors and all that, we have to open our minds to new things and upcoming things with these children because he's found his passion. Black parents, I want y'all to listen to that. That's, listen, listen to what you just said. That <laughs> listen, right there. I did not understand what was that, that, going on until he said, Mom, did you check my bank mm-hmm. account? Mm. I'm like, no. I, no. I just deposit. I don't check it like that because nobody has access to get anything out of it. He said, check my account and you'll understand. Right. My child makes more money at home than I yeah. do going to work. So you just have to, you know, have to be very open and understanding that being a doctor, being a lawyer and all that is great for kids that that work for. But there's right. other things that's going on that these children are very uh, hip to. And that you just have to discover what their passion is. Yeah. And even, and I got to ask you this question too. It's like, as far as like college goes, and, you, and this is coming from a person that has a master's uh, and, you know, that's all fine and dandy. But I, I just have to put this out there. Like, I got to ask you this question. As far as like black people goes, does college really benefit us? I want to thread lightly when I say <laughs> what I say. I don't like no okay. trading lightly. Well, you know me. Talk. I like to go. I want you to go all the way in, snakes, if you possibly well, can. Well, let's talk about it then. I feel like we waste a lot of let's money it. when it comes to college sometimes. If you're not going for a specialty situation, I do not feel like it's necessary. I do feel like that high school hmm. should restructure their programs. So children that cannot afford or cannot or just don't have the desire to go to college will get the things that they need in life out of school. Um, I can tell you that I work with someone who has a bachelor's degree. I work with somebody who has a master's degree. I have an associate's degree. And guess what? We all make the same amount of money. Yeah. And guess what? Their bill, their their student loans are much higher than mine. So of we're course. literally <laughs> paying back forever to do the same thing. Hmm. But so why do you think people go to school? Why, if, if, you know, this is this this you know this is <laughs> isn't new knowledge. Right? This is a new information that you're presenting. Do you think that black people in particular go to college instead of like focusing on entrepreneurship? A fear. Fear. Mm, fear of what? Fear of what? Fear of failing. Fear of failing. I feel like uh, the lack of knowledge of how to make these things happen, not reading the right books, not 
sitting mm-hmm. down perfecting your craft. Um, and we're we're mm-hmm. also taught now that if you don't go to college, like what are you doing with your life? Like that's the stigma mm-hmm. that we we're putting on, you know, these kids, and it's very much so pressure. It's pressure on the kids. It's pressure on the parents. You know, mm-hmm. you have to know your children for for one. Okay, mm-hmm. I do not per se see my oldest going to college, but he may shock me. Yeah, and be very clear about that. He has all the been on an academic scholarship since pre-K. The first child in, I think it was Orleans to even much get that. So it's not that he does not. He, or he cannot comprehend college material. He just does. I don't think that he has a desire to go to school. I think his desire is to be an entrepreneur. Hmm. Which is good. Which is good. But I'm fearful of him not going to college because I do not think that they teach life fundamentals, life things in high school. Hmm. So that's my that's my fear, okay? So if I if I don't teach him, then mm-hmm. he won't learn. And that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm I'm like you used to go to school and they teach you about money and all this. I don't even see that anymore. My child is in second grade mm-hmm. and I haven't even seen her come home with money counting situations. I'm sitting home teaching them how to count money. Hmm. I don't see anything yeah. about investing, trading, mm-hmm. any type of business, anything in school anymore. I don't even see people having like cosmetology or mechanical engineering beginnings, home ec. I don't hear these schools even giving that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. How does. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm. I mean, I get that because I don't. I mean, like at this point, you know, schools that what they want to do is they want to like punch out a whole bunch of employees. You know what I'm saying? And that's good for the economic system of America, or should I say, the capitalist system of America? But don't they see what what it's coming to? Yes. Do they see that? <laughs> but as long as okay, so I think about I think about. I hear him driving or some shit. Can you hear me now? Brother, you there? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome. So we just got to talk about, you know, um, just why do black people really, like, waste their money on school? Because at the end of the day, what is it about going to school when you know that you're wasting all this money and at the end of the day, you still don't know, really know what you want to why are you going to school? Why aren't you trying to become an entrepreneur instead of going to school? Why do you think that is? Well, really, the Europeans directly is not in that direction to do so. Because I remember, I, I might be a bit older than y'all, but I remember um, for as having uh, auto mechanics, little trades and stuff that you can take mm-hmm. instead of going to school. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody not built for school. Right. I agree. Definitely. You get the degrees, 
and them degrees really ain't worth the paper that is written on. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, you're not going for a doctor, lawyer, uh, engineer, nurse, and some of that nature. It's almost like a waste of time. No. And now you got this student debt piled up <laughs> you got, that you got to pay back. And you're in debt. Exactly what I said. <laughs> yep. That's, that's exactly what Snake said. But one thing I like, I did. So as, one thing I did like about our, you know, our mother, she never really pushed us to go to school. She always, you know, pushed us in what you want to do, what your desires are. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, my brother, as an entrepreneur, how do you push the younger generation into entrepreneurship? Well, I. I I try to do that daily with a lot of my clients, my young clients. I talk to them about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But even entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I, in, in a sense, you got to mm. be kind of built for that. You might, you might have right. the skill to build a house or do flooring or do electricity or do whatever. But that skill might not be for you to to be a owner or to be a um, the boss of a of a business. Hmm. So to me, you gotta be kind of built like that. Hmm. You gotta be a go getter. Exactly, and sometimes you might be you might have to be around certain people that that's doing that for that to you know to rub off on you. I totally agree. So, so I'm going to so I'm gonna go back to Snicks with this. So Snicks, what are the characteristics of a um, go-getter entrepreneur? Because, you know, go-getter, that could be yeah, kind of vague to some people. You have to, it has to be instilled in you. Or you have to be in something that you just know you just never want to be. You know, like you can, you know, be in a bad situation. You were like, I just don't want to ever be that person. You know, or you just come from a family of people who who just raised you like that. You know, it, it's very hard to say how you become that type of person, but that's the only two ways that I could probably you know, or it's just a passion. You have to be passionate about whatever it is you're doing. You can't just go and say, oh, I want to sell clothes, but in reality, you know, that's not what you really want to do. But you see everybody else making money off of it, so that's something you want to do. That's not your real passion. So you're not gonna get up every day hungry to make to make a move because that's not really what you want to do. You're just doing it because you know you can make something. I agree with that. I agree with that. Big brother. I agree totally. All right. And I think All we right. need to stop telling our children like, if you're not a nurse, if you're not right. a doctor, if you're not an engineer, you're just not doing the right thing. You know. Open them up to other things that's going on. I'm telling you, I ask my, ch- I ask my son, you want to drive trucks? What you like to do? You know, do you want to do this? Whatever it is that you want to do, let me know so I can be a thousand percent behind you. So we can do the research together. So as living, like living in the greater New Orleans area, and just, um, just in Louisiana, period. You know, like, I'm, like, 
New Orleans, I feel like black people should have corporations, not just jobs or businesses, right? So just building up the youth to have them think about entrepreneurship in the environment that they come from, which is most of the time it's going to be low resource, right? It's very rare that you find somebody that comes from a resource area or area that's uh, affluent, that's black. How do we build up the youth to have leadership characteristics? Or is leadership characteristics just something that you're born with, or is that something that's I don't want to say in? born with. I think you you can be taught. You can definitely be taught. But that's just back going back to me saying, reach one, teach one. Reach back, drive them crazy, and say they don't, you know, until you know that's not what they want to do. I always say, really. Really, they tell they find their passion. But you have, you know, it starts from people that that are doing these things already. Don't just go get this big corporation and make all this money and walk past the, the young the young man that's passing you while you're getting into your Bentley truck. Stop and have a conversation. See what he's doing. Where he's going. You know what's on his mind and what he's doing in life. Yeah, I, I, brother. You also have to be around people that's um that's doing better than you. If you're the smartest out of all your friends and you're doing better than all your friends, you need to find some new friends. That's that's nothing to take away from your friends, hmm. but sometimes they might not to to get where you're trying to go. You got to change your mindset. You have to change that mindset, even for as being an entrepreneur. You got a business. Hmm. And I was listening to um, The Breakfast Club this morning with Dapper Dan. Okay. And and also with Master P the other day. It's kind of hard for our mindsets to be where it need to be, to be entrepreneurs, to, for your people to really patronize you. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's going to be the hard part. We need to start working on our children. They had mm-hmm. a mindset to want to patronize each other instead of patronizing every other group of people, like the Asians, the Arabs, white people. We don't mind patronizing them people, but yeah, soon did. as soon as you see your own, it's like a little minute, like a hatred you have within. Is they gonna have a better car than me? They, they, they. As far as them having a better house than me, that that type of mindset. So with the younger children, we need to work on that. That mindset of want to help your own. Hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, it's like uh, somebody said in my uh, documentary. She said. She's a financial advisor. She said, you know, people in New Orleans got this mentality where it's like, they say, like, if I help you, then that's hurting me. You know, they don't see that if me giving you a leg up could potentially benefit me in the future, or me giving you a leg up is good for all of us. You know what I'm saying? They don't see it like that. They just see it as, like you said, it's going to end up hurting you. But 
how, but you know, you said something very interesting. You said that you got to change your circle. How do you go about changing your circle? Where do you go to change? Oh, your when you when you see somebody that's that's like if you see a um a, a black man. I don't even say a black man, but more 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 likely somebody of your own, and you see them doing well. Like I might have a client, like I have a client that's in uh, real estate, and right. in the near future, I want to get in real estate. I just ask him. I just ask him to right. show me a few things. Um, what can I do? And he don't mind sharing information, which is rare. But he don't mind sharing information that okay, you don't want to you don't want to mess around in this area. You don't want to mess around in the area. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. You got to approach people and let it, and let mm-hmm. them know what you're interested in, what you're trying to do. And you'd be surprised they they'll help you or put you in the right yeah. direction to get where you're trying to go. You wouldn't believe the fear people have of networking, though. Oh yeah, it's a big fear. What where does that what where does that fear come from? Because like I, I my thing is this, I gotta put myself out there. I just I Right. Just and guess to. what? <laughs> so where does that because fear come from? One, people fear rejection. Um mm-hmm. two, people feeling mm-hmm. um that they are bigger than what they are. So when you approach them it's like a snub sometimes. But the fear of rejection is what holds us back and the fear of just what he said of somebody just doing this a little bit better than you that you won't give that information and that's why I said we we definitely need to you know get out there network be okay with being rejected be okay with you know speaking for Mm -hmm. something that you're passionate about guess what pick up a book read about it talk about it speak about it that's that's the way you're supposed to walk your life if you walk yourself in fear you're gonna walk yourself right out of your opportunity well, snakes. I gotta ask you this because oh, I saw no. it on your Instagram. I don't wanna put I don't wanna put your business out there, but you kinda did already. Um, how did you change your circle? Because I I seen a baseball bat. I seen a baseball bat. How did you change your circle? How did you go about changing your circle? What advice do you have for women to change their circles? Uh if they see something that they want. Go about getting okay a little bit shy. I'm just gonna have to go back to reference what what your brother said. I mean, if you see everybody around you doing the same exact thing over and over and over, and just every time you speak about your dream, they downplay your dream. You talk about something that you want to do, they like you're not gonna be able to do it. You have to move around, and as you grow, you shouldn't be doing the same thing as you were doing six months ago, a year ago. Everything should change all the time. You should be growing, not being in the same situations. So I just decided that I had to let a lot of people live the way they wanted to live, and I had to decide to live the way I wanted to live. And hanging out, hanging around so a lot how of do you feel like- is not Go ahead. always the best thing, unless it's an empowering situation or somebody maybe in a better situation than you. So I'm gonna direct this back to my big brother. How do you feel about losing some of your friends? Oh, I don't have a problem with that. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't have a problem at all. Because I'm trying to if I'm trying to get to okay. a destination, I can't get there with all that weight holding me down. 
so I got to cut the weight off. Mm-hmm. And you got to have a good team, too. Mm-hmm. A team is very important. Right. Especially, especially for a black man, and the black man listening, mm-hmm. find you a good black woman. <laughs> a good one. You got to find you a good Uh-oh. one. Uh-oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to direct this too, cause my, my spider sister tickling me, bro. I got triggered. I got triggered. I'm about to bring. I'm about, I'm about to bring it somewhere. Though. Okay, bring it somewhere. Now, <laughs> when I see a, with my experience, hello, you go to these yeah. banks, it's a whole lot easier. And I could be wrong, but with my experience, it's mm-hmm. a whole lot easier. For that woman to get that long, than that black man. Wow, it's a whole lot easier. That's different. I I can't attest to that yet, but I will say, in agreement to what he said, it doesn't have to be. I don't want everybody like, oh, here she go, like with the whole black thing, but. It doesn't have to be a, a black woman that you're involved with. It can be a black woman that is your oh. best friend. Or you a black woman that's... Okay. Okay. On a team. On a team. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it doesn't definitely have to be relationship-wise okay. at all times. It can just definitely be somebody that you're really mm-hmm. close to. Yeah. And I want to say this, too. You know, I got I got listeners in Mexico and Spain and all the rest of these places, but at the at the end of the day, this is a black empowerment show. So if anybody got a problem with the black thing, quote unquote, then they could just stop listening altogether because this is a black empowerment show, and we're gonna talk about black issues. That's what we're gonna do, you know. But um, yeah, a good black woman <laughs> on the team. That doesn't always have to be. Yeah, you're a woman. Sexual. Oh, right. Relationship. Let's say right. let's say relationship. Relationship. Right. Romantic. Now, it relationship. can be your. It can be your. It can be your mother. Right. It can. Right. It, it can be your sister. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It could definitely be that. All right. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Spider senses <laughs> went away, big brother. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> I almost got triggered there for a moment. Oh, I ain't know where you was going with that. Uh, <laughs> I love black women, by the way, y'all. Just want to point that out, just in case people didn't know. But uh, I really do. But uh, anyway, moving along, why do y'all think that some people don't excel in life? Like, they're okay with living at the bottom, and some people... They just got to climb that mountain. And some people, and they reach the top of self-actualization. But then they have some people that just comfortable in the middle. Why do y'all think that is? Lazy. Being lazy. Mm -hmm. The people you hang around, your environment. But is it wrong to be comfortable? Yes. Okay. I never... I'm never comfortable. I I will say that too. I, I'm not comfortable. I'm content within something else in life, but I'm not comfortable when it comes to my finances ever. 
it's always something more that I would want to achieve because I have kids, of course. Yeah. So that, yeah. Right. And not and not just having the kids, you got to show your your kids an example. Right. Exactly. Right? So how you gonna how you gonna tell your kids? Well, you need to do this and you need to do that. And the first thing I come out that kid mouth, you you ain't never done it. Right. Right. So how you gonna mm-hmm. how you gonna tell me or show me anything? I definitely agree with that. That that goes back to what I said in the beginning. You know, I was kind of on my son about the whole gaming situation. And he sat down and taught me some things that I had to respect. So, you know, that just goes back to, you know, each reach one, teach one. Teach me, I could teach you. We're going to learn together. We're going to grow together. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt about that. The brother said, you say it was laziness, though. What about the people in the middle that maybe they work a nine to five, but they content with that nine to five? You think they still being lazy? Yeah, I think they are because you working that nine to five, you on that job. You should be learning on that job, trying to figure out, figure out ways how to get off that job or to create, to create, hmm. a, to create a job within that job. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Next. What you feel? I agree with How you ex- about exactly that? what he's saying. I don't have an issue with the whole nine to five thing. If if your nine to five is bringing you a nice amount, substantial amount of money, I don't have an issue with the nine to five. But just remember that eventually that nine to five ends, and you need to be able to be productive within life when that ends. Everybody's hmm. not. Uh, like somebody. Everybody's not. Go ahead. An entrepreneur. Everybody's not built like that. Everybody don't have that in them. That would be great if everybody mm-hmm. did, but they just don't. And I'm okay with the people doing working a nine to five as long as you're able to take care of the things that you need to take care of and have your mindset on investing your money and doing other things with your money besides just spending your money. Like somebody once said, your boss will never pay you enough money to be his neighbor. Yep. Hmm. Facts. Never. Okay. And I know you just got on here, big brother, not too long ago, but we about to be ready to get up out of here. Yeah, I'm sorry um, I couldn't uh, I got, get on there earlier. It's okay. <laughs> we, we we got time. We're going we gonna to have more, more uh, podcasts to come. And I, you know, Y'all us together. Online. We might cause. Oh, oh, oh you want us to come on that Monday? Monday. If if you thought the first one was explosive, you want both of us on yes. that? Okay. I'm gonna take y'all okay. from the hood to the boardroom. Yeah. I call this the boardroom, so y'all can come over to the hood. Okay. And we can talk over there on Monday. I feel like we already in the okay. this week. But okay. you know, hey, this is what it is right here. But anyway, <laughs> before we get out of here, I like to leave with something positive. Big brother, leave us with something positive. Um, fight for your dream. Wake up every morning with positive vibes, positive words to yourself. Fight for that dream. Fighting for that for that business. All Nick? right, I'm going to say, I'm going to go back with the reach yeah. one, teach one, reach back, talk to everybody that you know. Do not be afraid to network. 
follow your dreams, be passionate about everything that you do. And also, everybody that's in the New Orleans area, please stay safe. Do whatever you have to do to keep safe in this bad weather. And I'm praying for everybody. Hey, Snakes, um, question. I want to ask you, what, what would be the topic oh, on Monday? I'll let y'all know. I don't want y'all to be Drop too the... free ready. Okay. Okay, y'all want to be too free ready. All right. I but, um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I would have to say that my, that my positive thought would be keep going no matter what. You know, no matter what obstacles, run through them. No matter if life throws you a brick wall, knock that bitch down. And just keep going. And you guys, we just spoke truth to power. Good night, guys. Have a good night.